Welcome to this week's edition of Coach Prep. Coach Don and I are here in the Cherokee Batting Range Podcast Studio getting ready to record episode number 135. Today we're going to talk about teams needing to have a plan of attack for rain delays and lightning to make sure that everybody's on the same page and we don't have to uh, try to solve problems on the fly. So before we get into that topic, let's talk about our sponsors. First, the Anderson Bat Company. Everything Fast Pitch is very proud to have Anderson Bat Company as our presenting sponsor. Anderson Bat Company is using the latest and greatest bat technology to corner the market in the fast pitch world. They have the minus 9 rocket tech, the minus 10 carbon, and the minus 11 carbon light. Anderson Bat Company is using this technology to put a high-performing bat in the hands of hitters that really know the difference between a good bat and a great bat. We're also working with Anderson to provide a discount for all of our listeners. Go to the Anderson Bat Company website and order your bats. Use the EFP20 discount, which is for everything fast pitch, and you'll get a 20% discount. It's a great way for you to save a little bit of money on a great bat and also help support everything fast pitch at the same time. And let's talk about patreon.com slash everything fast pitch. If you're in a position where you can support us, we would love for you to become a patron. Uh, we're very fortunate. We've got a dedicated group of patrons that have been with us for a while. They are the people that have kept everything fast pitch and coach prep afloat. Uh, but we would love to add some more people to the list of patrons. So if you're uh, in a position where you can and you see value in what we're doing, go to patreon.com slash everything fast pitch and everything will be explained to you there. So Don, you ever notice that when the umpire says time to come off the field, it's uh, too rainy, It's uh, there's too much lightning, whatever it is, that it's sort of like this mad dash, this crazy, chaotic scramble where everybody's trying to get their stuff, trying to grab their stuff, trying to get out of the dugout as fast as they can, trying to get to the car or get to the bus or whatever it is. How much fun is that? No, I know. That, that's kind of the last thing we were expecting or, or planning for that day. And I guess the, the planning for that day part is what we need to share today, right? Right. So what we wanted to talk about is we know that uh, uh, when the first gigantic raindrop falls or that light, lightning cracks, you know, a hundred feet from where you're standing. We all go into like self-preservation mode. The only thought in our mind is how do I get out of this weather and how do I get out of it as fast as I possibly can? Well, depending upon how bad the storm really is or how much rain you really get, it could be a 10 minute delay. It could be an hour delay. It could be a three hour delay. It could be that the whole thing is rained out. But the suggestion I have today for our coaches is that long before the first raindrop falls, create a plan. We have to have a system in place, a plan, as you said, Don, that solves all these issues and, and creates a way for everybody to understand what to expect. It also will save you the aggravation of every 15 seconds getting another text message or another phone call from a parent or player or uh, grandparent, or what are we doing? What is. are we doing? Yeah, what's going on? When are we going to play? Oh, it's never going to stop raining. Oh, we're, there's no reason for us to sit around here all day. And then all on and on and on the discussions go. So, create a plan, whatever makes sense to you. So, if it is everybody goes to their cars and you will text the group, group chat. However, yeah. however, yeah, you you're already communicating with your team. You know, we can keep the same technology or the same system, but create some guidelines. Say, okay, nobody leaves the park for X amount of time. Nobody leaves the park until I tell you it's okay to leave the park. Nobody goes to get lunch until I tell you it's okay to leave the park. Whatever your guidelines are going to be so that it's clear to everybody so that you're not scrambling around, all of a sudden that 
you know, what looked like it was going to be the end of the world storm, you know, blows away and, and it doesn't really change the schedule very much. You're not scrambling around because your starting pitcher and your left fielder have decided that they were going to Applebee's because they were sure it was going to rain for three or four hours. You say sometimes it's difficult to get communication from the tournament director or from, you know, the whoever's running and coordinating the, the field. So therefore, just like you said, we need to have everybody hold tight, be patient, and know that you're going to communicate as soon all the information as soon as you get it. Right. Um, the other thing that kind of comes to mind to me, Tori, is when you described it, and I'm seeing the mad dash and scramble from the dugout is, who's going to be responsible to get the buckets of balls, the bat, the left behind things? Is right. there somebody that's in charge of this stuff? Yeah, because there's nothing more disappointing than to be the, the coach who's waiting in the dugout for the last person to leave. All of a sudden you look up and all the equipment there's is no way you there. can carry it right yeah so you're you're the one that gets to make three trips in the rain to get the equipment back to your car yeah um, or it's uh some player you know who forgot to grab her bat bag or her sunglasses or whatever it is that they you know that they overlooked when they were in the mad dash the scramble the dugout right mm-hmm. and so now i think the the plan is the secret having a system in place now coaches i will tell you this that one of the things you have to also do is because I know you're frustrated because it's delayed. You know it's you know it's a pain in the butt because you're the person's got to you know disseminate all this information. If you've been sitting there for 30 minutes and you haven't heard anything from the tournament director yet, every 30 minutes or so, just send out a quick note saying, "Hey, no word yet, but I'll let you know as soon as I can." If, if it's one of those situations where you're not 100% sure what the answer is. It's better for you to tell everybody, hey, I'm waiting to hear, than to have to continually answer that question over and that over That I haven't over heard again. yet, yeah. You know, because I don't know what it is for most people. It's probably that 30, 40-minute mark. They're going to start to get really antsy and start to get really curious about what's going on. Uh, by then, they've had a chance to check their weather.com app and all those different things. They've looked at all those things and have already formulated their opinion about what's going to happen and, and what should be happening. And... If you're a little bit more proactive, if you're reaching out to them periodically while the process is sorting itself out, hopefully that will kind of smooth things over a little bit as well. I was going to say, and if I'm a parent, Tori, and, and I know that the, the scenario is that you're going to shoot me a message every, like you said, every 20, 30 minutes, even if it's a, a I haven't heard yet message, then I can be more patient and right. comfy, right? Yeah. And, and if we talk about that stuff, you know, at the beginning of the year and then occasionally throughout the year. Everything's good, I think, or better. Yeah. Well, and I think uh, all of us as coaches have our, our pet peeves. My number one, when it was time to share information, you know, again, this is before text messages were, you know, were quite Easy so popular, and, yeah. but uh, uh, when everybody had voice messages, so you could leave a voicemail, I would call, Don, practice has rained out today. We're going to schedule uh, practice on Wednesday. I will let you know as soon as I can what time it will be. Have a great day. And invariably, 99.9% of the time, you would see that I called, not check the message, and I would have to then one more time say, well, practice today is rained out. We're going to schedule a practice for Wednesday. I just saw that you called, Tori. I'll call you as soon as I know and let you know what time to be there. And so it gets so frustrating. It would get so frustrating for me. It's like, you know, I left you a message because I wanted you to listen to the message. The message has got the information in it. But 
Or at least you should have listened to the message because. But Tori, I saw I, miss, I saw that I missed your call. Right. So but I'm calling so, you again. But but so I ended up having to create a rule that if anybody called me without listening to the message, that everybody would have to be punished. <laughs> but so the same thing would hold true if I don't want to have my phone ringing every 30 seconds because we've got parents, grandparents, players all trying to figure out what's going on in this weather delay. We have to have some rules. And we have to have a, a way of uh, making sure that everybody knows what they are. No, I think that's a great plan. And that just saves you a lot of issue as a coach, right? Yeah. And uh, the most important thing about it is we want to make sure that, as we said earlier, there's no misunderstandings. We had a situation when I was coaching at Tennessee Tech. It was one of the most aggravating things of, in my career. We were winning a game. I think it was like the sixth inning, maybe, maybe even the seventh inning. And we had a, a big downpour, but it blew over pretty quickly. We went out to the bus to get out of the weather. I was not wise enough or smart enough at the time to have somebody stay behind to kind of keep an eye on things. All of a sudden, the, the coach from the school that was hosting the tournament came out and knocked on the bus and said, hey, we're starting right now. Where are you guys? Like, well, nobody told us. Right. So we ended up losing that game because we went out there and we warmed up for like 30 seconds and we're trying to play. Now, the kids weren't totally cold because we'd only been off the field, I don't know, maybe 40, 45 minutes can be enough. But it contributed yeah. to us not being ready to play. I'm sure we were not mentally focused on top of the fact that we might not have been physically prepared. Right. So that was my moment about making sure you're paying attention, you know, that you got a system in place. So from that point forward, you know, somebody was always right there, you know, still at the field. Now, if it was a, you know, Noah build a boat, you know, 40-year reign that, that was clearly not going to be ending anytime soon, we wouldn't have to necessarily have somebody sitting there. But we would still drive by periodically just to make sure that the tarp hadn't been pulled off yet, that it was, you know, you know those kinds of things weren't happening. So we'd have some idea about the time. Frame. I like your idea, Tori, about leaving someone at the park, especially when it's a little bit unknown. Right. And because they're going to be the ones that make sure that you, in a timely way, get informed on what's happening. Right. Otherwise, you might be the last on the list of groups to be notified. So, yeah. yeah well, and we had cool. a situation uh, last summer with the team that I work with, we were playing in a big tournament and it had poured, like, you know, just come a flood. I was staying much closer to the hotel than most of the other teams. So I got over there pretty quickly when they said, well, game time's going to be two o'clock. Well, I got over there at one o'clock and there were puddles on the field that were so deep that if you fell down in them, you might drown. Sure. Yeah, and there yeah. was nobody working on the field. I could clearly say and safely say it's not happening there's at no two. way we're starting at two while i was there the team we were supposed to play came rolling in there like 10 minutes later so they were at 10 minutes after one our team i'd called and they'd spread the word there's no way we're starting at two i'll let you know at two o'clock what the field looks like well at two o'clock the fields had gotten gotten to the point of they were terrible but improving but still nobody had touched our field so i could safely say we weren't starting until three o'clock well, long story short, our kids got to hang around at the hotel and stay relaxed and, and not have to be sitting out there going stir crazy, sitting in the dugout With for an extra couple feet. of hours yep, yep. because I was there to be the spy, say, no, it's not going to happen in time. You know, it's not going to happen at that time. You know, any kind of a advantage like that that you can gain or time of your people that they cannot waste is all, always going to be a victory in my eyes. No, I think that's uh, important for sure, Tori, and to have someone there watching is uh, ideal because we don't really know how other places deal with things. If they have right. a, a crew or 
the fields have French drains underneath the infield right. or, you know, what kind of thing. So yeah. having someone there could be perfect. Can be a, a useful tool. So yeah. coaches, the bottom line is simple. We know you're going to have rain delays. We know you're going to have lightning delays. We know you're going to have that mad dash out of, out of the dugout. So plan for it now. Have your rules in place. Everybody's got a job. Everybody knows the system. And life's going to be a whole lot simpler. You're going to have a lot less embarrassing things to have to deal with later on. You know, talk about getting your gloves in the bag so they're not drenched, right, later. Yeah, and, yeah. Yeah. All that stuff's important. Cool. But it's got to be done beforehand because if we're trying to... You know, do on, it on the fly. I'm trying to do it on the fly. Uh, <laughs> it's not going to go so good. So, Don, that's going to wrap up number 135. As always, please make sure you check out our sponsors, Anderson Bad Company and Patreon.com. We'd love for you to become a patron if you can. So for Coach Don McKinley and our producer, Stan Lewis, this is Coach Tori saying thanks for listening. We'll talk to you again next week.